0: I guess it's talk that's cheap because none of us paid for it. Arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. Let's do it. Let's play it forward. Real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 449 is with comedian Natasha Leggero. I'm
1: good. How are you doing?
0: Fantastic. This has to be one of the most original cooking shows ever, and, and I'm a, a, a cooking show junkie. I love the concept of this show.
1: Oh, that's great. I love cooking shows, too. That's why I was so excited to be a part of it.
0: Does that officially make us foodies, then?
1: I'm sorry, repeat the question? Does
0: that officially make us foodies?
1: Oh, (laughs) well, it's interesting because, you know, the chef I work with on this show, Chef Ludo, he, uh, you know, he's a world-renowned Michelin star French chef, and he's got restaurants in Los Angeles and Denver. He's extremely talented. But it was so funny because we were shooting this show in Atlanta and he would just want to go to the same Thai restaurant across the street every <laughs> night. And I was like, don't you want to like go to like, I mean, Atlanta's like this foodie town. Don't you want to like go eat at these restaurants? And he's like, no, I don't want to get influenced by other chefs. Oh. So, So like, seeing this, like, world-renowned Michelin star chef who is, like, not a foodie, I thought that was so interesting. Wow. But, yeah, I I think what what makes someone a foodie, I would think, would be, like, they want to go to, like, all the – hippest new restaurants all the time
0: right yeah well tbs has given you like just just an open form here on with with rat in the kitchen i mean one chef is placed in it and it's it's a mole this this chef is a mole and they they sit there and they try to figure it out what do you get to know who they are or is it are you playing the game as well
1: no we're playing the game too and like that was a big thing me and ludo were like please don't tell us please don't even accidentally tell us like we want to play the game so basically each episode, there's six different chefs and one of them, like you said, is the mole or we call it the rat. Yeah. And they're chosen the night before, but nobody knows except like one producer or something, whoever chose them. But then they have to do all the different challenges, make different foods for Ludo and me to taste. And if the food is disgusting and the rat you know, figured out how to sabotage the dish, then the rat will get yeah. money in their bank. <laughs> and if the food is amazing, and you know the chef triumphs despite the rat trying to like mess everything up. Then the the team gets the bank. So basically, at the end, we get to see does the rat win the money or the team? And then Ludo and I are trying to figure it out every step of the way, as is every other chef as well. So it's really hard to make alliances, figure out who you can trust. So there has there's that whole fun element to it, in addition to making the food.
0: Is it with your creative imagination and everything you've done, is there a side is there a side of your personality that wishes, I want to be the rat? I would love to be the rat.
1: Oh my god. People have asked me that, like, would you want to be the rat in the team? And I like, I would definitely want to be the rat. <laughs> like it just seems fun talking people into trusting you and uh, you know, just just that that whole situation of like having to figure out things to do to sabotage people. And also, I'm a horrible cook anyway, so I probably wouldn't have <laughs> even had to try very hard.
0: Yeah, I, I try in the kitchen, and if, if I'm messing up, all right, we're having soup. I'll, I'll turn it into some sort of a soup.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not for everyone cooking. <laughs> but eating is, and yeah. that's the beauty of these cooking shows.
0: So now can can one of the chefs call out the rat the, the rat uh, in, in the show or do you have to keep it personally on the inside until until it's you know game time to say who who is the rat?
1: Well, if you really know who the rat is, then you can tell the other chef and just inform them I think that person is the rat, so mm-hmm. don't trust them, don't let them touch this, don't let them be in charge of the grilling, like you know, I ate raw shrimp. People will be like, "Oh yeah, it's ready." And then you know, you trust the person because you know there's a time restriction, so everyone's kind of there's chaos in the kitchen.
0: Do you so, do you, you feel know, that start, anxiety?
1: The anxiety of what?
0: the The anxiety of that of that time, because I mean, if you're only given so much time, I would I'd be freaking out I, because I, I know how much you know it's going to take to you know, to get a project done, but, but but when that clock is ticking down,
1: I you know it, it gets very stressful. But, you know, ultimately, my I I wasn't on the line. So it was just more fun to watch it and watch it unfold and devolve.
0: Would would you like to ever uh, sit back and watch people watch the rat in the kitchen on TBS? Because I would love to see how interactive people get. How many people are screaming at the screen?
1: Oh, I know. I'm going to have a big screening party, so we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> What's the fun part about it for you? What What is it that 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 you it, you show up every day? It's like it's like going out on a live stage, and and boom, boom, you're you're on.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, it was really fun to work with Ludo because he does have such high standards, and also, you know, he's very into teaching. So he he does, and I think he used to teach chefs. So there are little tips, and he will give people tips on on cooking here and there and and it's uh, you know just accumulating these little these little tips is <laughs> is very helpful because you know it's always nice to learn some tips from masters.
0: Right. Do you find yourself maybe teaming up with the chef and maybe doing a cookbook for the rest of us so that we can really learn how to do these dishes?
1: Oh honey, nobody wants my cookbook, but <laughs> Ludo is definitely writing a cookbook and everybody should buy it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're so active in everything that, from streaming to the comedy and stuff like that, where can people go to find out more about you and give you some love? And and knowing you, you've got some merchandise that you can sell.
1: Oh, (laughs) well, we actually do have merchandise for my podcast. I would say for everyone to check out the Endless Honeymoon podcast. That's a podcast I do with my husband, Moshe Kasher, and we give love advice and we have a secret uh, secrets Hotline, where people can call and leave their deep, dark secrets, and you can watch our podcast or listen to our podcast on YouTube, anywhere that they have podcasts. And uh, yeah,
0: get some merch. You're such a creative; just a creativity just just bleeds from you. I mean, how how how'd you learn how to deal with that when when you know when you started finding your voice, as we say in radio?
1: Well, you know that's so nice to hear because as a as a Performer and comedian and person in Hollywood, you always feel like you're not doing enough. <laughs> you know, like my friends will tell me, like you're doing so much, and I'm like, really? I feel so lazy. <laughs> so I don't know. I say <laughs> it's nice to hear that, but yeah, I mean, creativity—it's like it's an energy, and it can come out in many different forms. You know, I'm not the type of person who's like I'm a, I'm a purist. It's only coming out in stand-up. So there's there's a lot of different ways. Maybe. Hey, maybe I'll get into tap dancing soon.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Put it on YouTube and you'll have a billion viewers. That'd be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you've got to come I back. Feel to- You're going
1: to be worse at tap dancing than cooking, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, but follow the, the energy. Just follow the creative
1: energy. That's what I would tell.
0: You're about. so true about that. That's why I have a podcast on iHeartRadio. That's it's called Creativity: The Addiction, and that and and, and the whole entire everything cool. we talk about is that you we are addicted to it, and we have to feed that monster. Now learn from it.
1: It's funny you, you call creativity a monster.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you lay awake at night, and and people steal from it in the day. I mean, it's it, it it's like I don't want to hold on to this anymore.
1: Hmm. I hear you. That's interesting. I'll check out your podcast. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Well, come back to this show anytime. The door is always going to be open for you, Natasha.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Well, be brilliant. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll try.